Why don't you like this? I'm Molly. And I'm Seb. And this is our podcast. When we first met, we thought we were basically the same person, united by our love of car boot sales, cheap horror movies, used DVDs and bad books too. But three years in, we've realised that we have just as many differences. And that's what this podcast is. Each episode, we'll be diving into a topic, exploring why one of us likes it, and more importantly, asking the other. Why don't you like this? Last night, I drunk text messaged God. So this is our fourth episode. In this episode, we're going to be talking about Watsky, the spoken word poet turned rapper. We're going to be looking at why it connects with Molly, and I guess more importantly, why I just don't necessarily see as much in him as Molly does. I kind of summarised a few Watsky songs in different categories. We had ones that I thought Seb would like which included kind of the older ones, Everything Turns to Gold, Who's Been Loving You, Stand for Something, Hand Over Hand. And then I did songs that I like. I did Me and Ass Drunk, Limo for Emos, White Caps. Then I did songs that I felt showed his skill, his quick flow. So we had Welcome to the Family, which I think showed quite a lot of variation on just how the music changed through that song. And then I, we also had Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. And then we went into how I first heard of Watsky. So we went to listen to Tiny Glowing Screens Part 2, one of the first kind of songs slash... It felt more like a spoken word poem to me. Yeah. And I remember that being really big when it first came out, like, everyone was talking about it. Whenabouts would that have been? Uh, So it came out about six years ago. All right, cool. And this wasn't my first time interacting with Watsky as a musician. I knew a bit about him because I'd heard him interviewed on a podcast a few years back and also in our general YouTube mix that we put on. Um, mean Ass Drunk comes up quite often. And also we listened to the first spoken word kind of thing I heard by him, which was his drunk text to God speech like 10 years ago that felt very amateur. It looked like it was 10 years ago. It looked like it was 10 years ago. It felt like it was 10 years ago. The audio wasn't great. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. I started off by showing Seb songs that I thought he would like. So I showed him... These are kind of like ones of the older albums. So I showed him Everything Turns to Gold, Who's Been Loving You, Stand for Something, Hand Over Hand. Then I showed him songs that I like, which he had heard the first one a lot, which was Mean Ass Drunk, Limo for Emos and White Caps. And then I picked a few songs that I thought showed how well he could flow, how quick he was with his flow, and that he could just use music and samples in a way that benefited him. So I showed him Welcome to the Family and Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. And then uh, I showed Seb how I had first come across Watsky. So the video for Tiny Glowing Screens Part 2, which went like massive back in the day, and then I showed him the first spoken word thing of Watsky's I had heard, which was Drunk Text to God. So I didn't like any of the songs from the first album. What, the ones that I thought that you might like? Yeah, the songs his early stuff. That felt to me more than any of the rest of it. It felt like someone that didn't know how to be a rapper. 
and was imitating things they'd heard other rappers do. And I think as the songs progressed, I saw more of his personality. I think as the songs went on, I tended to like the newer ones more, I think, for the most part. I think that early stuff, it sounded rough. It didn't sound, to me, it just didn't sound, I didn't like it. I didn't care for it. I think the earlier stuff, as you would expect with someone starting out, it's not going to be great. Yeah. Like, you've got to give him credit where it's due. But I'd say he didn't even sound like a rapper to me. But he wasn't a rapper back in that... At that time, he was a spoken word artist. But he was putting out music as a rapper. But Well, that would have been the first album. Yeah, but the first album... Like, at that point, he's saying, I'm a rapper now. But to me, it felt like someone imitating what they thought a rapper was. But that's like saying that with your first illustrations that you did, you weren't imitating something else. You probably were. Yeah, and I'm sure my earlier illustrations aren't great. But I don't think that's enough to discredit that music. I think it's enough to make me not like it. Beyond that, I just didn't care for it. I didn't care for the instrumentals on those early ones. I didn't care for the flow. It just... None of it interested me. So for me, I, I'm i not going to lie, I hadn't listened to that many Watsky songs before. Yeah. But every song that I'd listened to, I kind of enjoyed... But he's always been one of those artists where, you know, if it comes up on my YouTube recommended that he's released a new album, I'll listen to it. Do you like his music as much as the idea of who Watsky is? I don't know. Because I can't see you sitting down listening to at least that early stuff. I can't imagine you... No, not that early stuff. But I feel the same with him as I feel with, like... Hobo Johnson released a new song like Today or Yesterday. Yeah. I listened to it and I thought it isn't like amazing, but I'm going to listen to it anyway because it's Hobo Johnson and I like him as a guy. Yeah, we like the idea. He's of Hobo got Johnson. the charm. And I feel like that same charm Watsky has, although he seems a little bit more disingenuous with it, I still feel like he's taking the piss a bit when he's talking about how confident he is. I suppose. I don't know. To me, I think I, it didn't come across as ironic. It came across as it just came across as like him arrogance. I suppose arrogance, just adopting the tropes of hip hop, and I think that faded a bit as he went on. But I think particularly in the early work. But I think probably when he was first starting out, he was probably trying to find ways stood on the hip hop totem pole, I suppose. or like the rap totem pole. Would you consider him? Do you do you think of his music as hip hop music? Well, I guess it's rap, so it, therefore it is hip hop. Yeah. But I'd say it's probably more pop centric. In the context of music, regardless of what it technically is, do you think it sits amongst hip hop music? I wouldn't say hip hop. I'd say it's hip hop in the way that Little Nas X is. Yeah. Like it kind of is hip hop, but it's more pop centric than anything else. But Technically, it is hip-hop because it has got the hip-hop tropes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where I feel like it is something because that is what that one genre is like, but then it fits more with the mainstream view of things. So I also didn't really care for the next album you showed me, the, um... I can't remember the name of it. Um, It had the grey album cover with a picture of what I said was actually his dad, not Watsky himself. I think that's just... Is that not just called Watsky as well? I don't know. But um, 
that one didn't really speak to me either. Um, I think that was mostly just down to, although it had a bit more personality, I didn't find it interesting. So I think that album, those were the two albums where I, I hadn't necessarily heard more than like a song off, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I'd never. Re- the thing with What Skiers, I enjoy the songs that I listen to. I never delve into the whole He's album. He's not an albums artist for you. No, and I don't know if that's just because I really just don't listen to music very often at all. I think part of it is that so much of what's his identity comes from YouTube. I mean, he's mm. got you know, almost a million subscribers, and that type of music isn't the type of music that has a million subscribers. And I think those million subscribers are there because, partly because of Pale Kid Raps Fast partly just because he's been on the internet for such a long time. And I think that that lends itself to being a singles artist, being a music videos artist, more than being a full album artist. Yeah. I'm not going to go ahead and say, like, I love all of Watsky's music, because I wouldn't be telling the truth, because I hadn't listened to enough of it. But I enjoy everything I hear. I enjoy him as a guy. I enjoy the music, like... Against you, I'd stand and say, you know, Watsky is a good musician. I'm not saying he's not a good musician. No, but I feel like you discredit him. You make it seem as if he t- he bigs himself up more than he actually does. Because most of those songs he wasn't bigging himself up in. Maybe. I don't have an issue with artists bigging themselves up. You know, Run the Jewels, that's majority of their music is just just self-aggrandising. But I find the way they do it way more entertaining. I think the thing with Watsky is he's probably still in that shadow of being like one of the big three that really made it in the pop cult, like the popular world, the spoken word artists. And I think maybe, but like even you listen to a spoken word, like he kind of does take the piss out of himself a bit. Yeah. Bigs him up to be this big man and stuff. And I only feel like he does it because he's really self-conscious and, like, instead. Like, because I feel like... What, what was that video? White guy raps. Pale kid raps fast, I think. Yeah, and I feel like that's how he sees himself as a pale but guy. I feel like at this point he should have moved on past that. But I guess if you've got a niche, you go with it. I suppose. I I think it just didn't work for me. But I feel like that's because you've seen different videos of him than I have. I suppose. And all his things are... But then, like, the glowing parts, part two. Yeah. No part of that does it say, I'm a big man. No, that felt just pure spoken word. Maybe maybe it was just a panda to the audience that still liked him as a spoken word. I didn't care for that at all. I didn't like no, that was the one that got big attention though. It felt dated. It felt like the kind of thing that was popular at the turn of the decade. It reminded me of, do you know who Prince EA is? No. The guy who did the video, he goes, um, Dear Mr Zuckerberg, no disrespect, but I think you should re- name Facebook what it really is. An anti-social network. Yeah, I think it is one of those things where it feels very pretentious as if... It felt fake deep to me. Yeah, fake deep, I guess. But then you look at the other one, that that poem that Shane, Shane did where it was about bullying, that feels very similar to me. That was on, like... Mums were sharing that as an anti-bullying thing. It felt very... 
aged and very fake deep that one did as well yeah so i think that was just kind of the vibe people were giving away in the spoken word kind of thing maybe it's a case of the for the most part i wouldn't like a lot of mainstream spoken word you probably wouldn't like any of it i'm sure that's i mean i've listened to um gil scott heron i've listened to some gil scott heron stuff and i find that way more interesting i don't know that he was um i think he was around in sort of the 70s he was this sort of black radical this guy he Kanye talks about him he samples him I think I don't think I'd be very interested in that no so I think the the thing with spoken word it was kind of like a movement of nerdy white guys moaning about nerdy white guy stuff like not getting the girls having feelings crying being in touch with your emotions, kind of the whole nice guys movement, but, like, in the mainstream, in a thing. And I suppose self-sympathetic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there was just so many of just white guys in touch with their feelings about falling in love with someone who didn't love them back, and it was all very self-centred, very kind of self-praising almost, as if, I'm a really nice guy, but she still doesn't love me. So do you still like spoken word? So I'm very, I'm very different to the person I was when I liked spoken word. Yeah, but do you still... I could still listen to a spoken word. Like, Rudy Francisco, which he's not white, he's that black guy that yeah. does it. Like, I would still be very interested to listen to his stuff. And there was another guy who did a poem about 21 things or something before he turned 21 and on his 21st birthday or something or when he turned 21 his dad died but his dad didn't accept him because he was gay or something i think i think we might have watched that one together yeah i think like i give them praise where it's granted like they are talented with what they do but it can definitely be criticised. It can be criticised. It can get a bit boring. I think you've got to be in that mindset of, woe is me, everything's hard on me, to kind of enjoy that. Yeah. Which I think any 14-year-old, any anything that like is bad on you, you're totally like, oh, it's the end of my life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. emo music for... Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, maybe if I'd discovered it at age 14... I reckon if it was, like... Maybe it would have connected with me at that point. Especially white, like... I guess for you it's harder, though. Yeah. Because for me, like, I can just relate to kind of white people struggles. Yeah. Whereas I guess you don't see yourself in that same bracket because you're not fully... Yeah, like, to quote a better rapper, El Sweatshirt too white for the black kids, too black for the whites. Not that I've never been accepted by either whites or blacks, but to relate to the specific problems of either ethnicity, I've always found myself at a weird in-between. Yeah, and I literally say that about me being... I would say I'm half Cornish, half Welsh. Yeah. Pretty much all my family is Welsh, but I was born in Cornwall and I've lived in Cornwall... But the Cornish don't see me as a local, the Welsh don't see me as a local, so I'm at this weird in-between, and I'm not calling myself British. No. No. But it's hard, because I can't call myself Cornish without someone going, 
well, you're not Cornish, you're Welsh. And then I can't call myself Welsh because they go, well, where were you born then? Cool, you're not Welsh. So, do you like it when Watsky raps fast? Does it impress you? Um, I wouldn't say it's impressive. I think the main thing with Watsky that impresses me, I feel like he can string words together really well. Like, he can kind of come up with clever metaphors. And I feel like my main critique of Watsky, I feel like you might be on the same page as me, he feels like he's always trying to outsmart his audience with his clever metaphors. Yeah, I can see that. Like when he was talking about the spider being in his house, did crack me up because it was so ridiculous. It's very sort of common, almost to the point where it's a meme now, the idea that for white rappers to be impressive, they try and rap really fast. Yeah, I guess Eminem did it, yeah, didn't Yeah, if you think he? Eminem, if you think... Um, I can't think of any other white rappers. Watsky. <laughs> I think Watsky. But I think that they're probably just overcompensating for the fact that they are underplayed in that genre of music. Yeah, I suppose. It's like, I guess, how people say say that women have to fight twice as hard to get in the same jobs as men. That's the kind of social norm that people think of. Yeah, sort of. And the, I think, yeah. yeah, like I feel like white guys probably feel like they have to work twice as hard as black people to be in hip-hop. Whereas they probably don't actually have to, but it's just the stereotype that. Yeah, no, that's fair, but I I don't like it when he raps fast. It's a skill that he has. It is impressive. It's impressive, but I'm not impressed by it, and I don't think it makes for good sounding music to me. No, I don't. I feel like it's better when he just kind of talks. But then I'd prefer him, I would say, as a spoken word artist. Yeah. I think he's smarter. But then I do like some of the beats. Like, he has got, in his more recent stuff, like that new album, like a lot of the songs on the list are from, like, his most recent album. And I was listening to that for the first full time, like, all the way through today. I thought this is actually a pretty solid album. Yeah. So the ones from the new album that we listened to... Mean Ass Drunk, I think it's a fine pop song. It's pretty catchy. I think it's okay. Um, limos for Emos, I didn't care for at all. I, I don't get. Still didn't like it. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get what it's trying to be. I don't get what the purpose of it I is. I like that one. I don't get what. What do you get out of that song? I don't know. I just think. I think it's a funny kind of. What's it? What is he just talking about? Literal limos driving emos around. I really don't understand the song. I don't know. And, like, musically, it's not a cool song. I just... I, I feel like it's kind of like a love song about him loving this emo girl. Yeah. Kind of doing whatever she can do, whatever. When he goes, you've got... Te- is it You've got tears in your broken heart. It's good, it's just got a good mm, flow. I didn't get that song at all. White Caps, I didn't... That was quite good. I, d- I don't know, maybe I wasn't paying enough attention, I just it didn't hold me. And I'd say that's an issue, is that I can hardly remember any of the songs we just listened to. Like Yeah, I think that's the same as how I felt with Arcade Fire. Yeah. But we also have recorded this twice because Marisa's making loads of noise, so that might also be the reason, because we did listen to the music about an hour and a half ago. I was thinking this when we went to pee before we started recording, though. Um, 
the one song that I enjoyed the most was Welcome to the Family. That was a, that was a tune. Though. I still can't remember what it sounded like, but I remember listening to it and thinking I enjoyed this more than the other ones. Because I think I think Welcome to the Family was the only time in any of those songs that I felt he followed through on the sincerity that I kind of almost... Maybe it's on me for looking at him and sort of inferring that there was going to be a degree of sincerity and self-awareness and self-consciousness to the music more than I got. But I think Welcome to the Family was the one example where that where he followed through on what I was what I was hoping for, I suppose. That one did feel like a really good to me it felt like it showed the kind of range that he could kind of do. Like it felt like in that song it had enough to kind of keep you interested. And I think I think the thing with Watsky is, like, I do like Watsky. I really like him as a character. Kind of like that white boy kind of moaning about stuff. I like the front bottoms. I like modern baseball. I like Hobo Johnson. I like white guys moaning about stuff that they think is unfair. Or the fact that they have emotions too is kind of a nice thing to kind of listen to. But I also understand that he can come across as, as a bit, like, obnoxious. And I think because he's had a lot of a lot of fame with the fact that he got really big on YouTube before he really started going deep into his rapping career, I think that probably has a bit to add on to the fact that he does sing about being the best. So... I don't know, I do feel like he's being sincere in that. I feel like he's self-deprecating in that. But then I bet there's, like, some motive behind it that he actually does think he's still, like, the head of the game and the kind of, you know, spoken word thing. So I'll tell you my main issue when we listen to his music. There's nothing in Watsky's music that I'm getting that I couldn't be getting somewhere else and getting better. You asked me what inherently was the difference between Watsky and why. And I think that in all aspects where they're com- comparable, why are doing a much better job than Watsky. I think in terms of sincerity, in terms of self- self-deprecation, in terms of self-examination, I think Yoni Wolf is just leagues ahead. I think in terms of being hip-hop but not hip-hop, being sort of rap music but with instrumentals that are almost indie rock, I think Y are doing it so much better. But is that because you see yourself in Y and I see myself in Watsky that we can only see that each other is not kind of bigging themselves up, they're actually self-deprecating? Do you, Well, aside from the self-deprecation, do you see what Watsky does as being as good as what Yoni Wolf is doing? I feel like it's different though because I feel like why they've got the backing of they're an unusual band whereas I feel like because what Ski's had that push up where he's been the mainstream it's hard for anyone in the mainstream to kind of do fully what they represent. But none of his current music is part of the mainstream. You're not going to hear anything from his new album on Radio 1. No, but people still are aware of him as being a huge deal on YouTube. That's why he's got almost a million subscribers. 
I suppose. But I think the man on the street, I'm sure no one at my workplace could tell you who Watsky is. I don't know. A million people. It's a lot of people to have as a subscriber on a music channel. I suppose. It's quite a lot. I suppose. Um, But if it comes down to Watsky being smart and clever and covering sort of intellectual topics, I can listen to someone like... Someone like Milo. If I want someone... Who sounds like a baby crying, you can listen to Milo. Who sounds like he's off his face 24-7. Who we literally saw, and then there was people dealing drugs at the gig. If I want someone that's going to tell me an emotive story, and going to sort of really paint an image and sort of put themselves in that image, I'll listen to Open Mike Eagle. If I want a white guy lamenting the struggles of being a white guy in the rap industry, I'm going to listen to John Wayne. Yeah, but these are all cool rappers. John Wayne isn't a cool rapper. These are cool rappers. These are the kind of people Anthony Fantano would give a 10. This is my main This is my main issue with you not liking Watsky. Go on. And this actually is an issue, because before we'd even listened to any of the music, you say, Fantano gave that a five, and I knew straight away that means Seb's not going to be listening to it properly. No. I knew straight away, this is what you're like. No, not at all. This is what everyone on the internet who listens to Fantano is like. They no, do not I, have I any opinions. I think I gave opinions. it a sincere chance. No, you didn't, because you were playing with chewits the whole fucking time. Yeah, because that's how I listen to things. He was throwing chewits up in the air, dropping them, and then he was going, oh, don't move the iPad, because it will disconnect from the Bluetooth. Yeah, and then was. he was knocking it all around, and it was disconnecting. He was going, oh, why does this song sound so weird? If I want someone that can rap really fast, I listen to Bus Driver. Literally, you've named... Three, four people who pretty much sound exactly the same. Because there's no interesting music in that kind of genre. I I don't know. I think if I want off-ball instrumentals, I'm going to listen to Flatbush Zombies. No one even knows who Flatbush Zombies are. A lot of people know who Flatbush Zombies are. No one knows. They're very popular. Oh, so you could go down the street and ask people who Flatbush Zombies are. How many views has the most popular Watsky song got? I don't know that that tiny part, moving parts probably has m- probably over twenty million. I'd say that's comparable to Flatbush Zombies' biggest songs. Yeah, but also don't forget that's not even a proper song. That's how much do you reckon Watsky spoken word has? That probably has three times as much okay, as a Flatbush Zombies song. Comparing them as musicians. I think no one's heard of Flatbush Zombies. There's a way bigger. Even you had heard of Watsky before you'd met me. I'd never heard of Flatbush Zombies. I don't even know who they are now. They're a rap group. No one has heard of Flatbush Zombies. You could be talking nonsense. It's like one of those Facebook quizzes. Oh, use the first letter of a name to come up with the first word. Oh, S for flat. Use the second letter of your middle name to come up with the next one. Ah, oh, zombies! I use the third letter of your last name to come up with a name. Ah, oh, Flatbush zombies! It's because there's a place in New York called Flatbush. Yeah, no, that's, that's that bullshit. Place. That's bullshit. Regardless, I think there's nothing that Watsky's doing that I couldn't be getting from somewhere else better. And that even happens with artists I like. That is literally anyone. The, the, no one is the best at what they do. The newest Shins record, I just couldn't get into it because I felt like it was something that so many people were doing better that I didn't 
feel like I was getting much from listening to it. But this is the thing with every every music in the world. It's literally the story of everything in the world. There is always someone better than you. But there has to be a reason for people to stick around, even though there could be someone doing yeah, it better. Yeah, because he seems like a nice guy, and he's I. But I don't want, buy that as a reason for listening I to want, music. I want a white guy rapping fast to be in the same kind of hip hop circle as people who are more entitled to be there. What about Eminem? He raps fast. Yeah, but Eminem had to work hard to get where he is in the in the rap game. But people do work hard. But I'm saying people discriminated on Eminem when he was first turned into be a rapper. But and people probably discriminated on Watsky. I'm not saying it's an issue of him being white. I mentioned John Wayne. John Wayne's a white guy. But I'm saying it's nice when someone can come into a in a into a circle who's not necessarily it's not the circle he's meant to be in there. And he's trying his best to be good there. And I feel like some credit is due there that he's trying in a in a kind of thing that's oversaturated with black people. But I, I don't listen to music for the intent. Like, good for him for trying to make it in a zone that might not accept him. But ultimately, I'm listening to the music for the music. I know you're listening to the music for the music, but literally the first thing you said about Watsky is Anthony Fantano gave this album a five. No, and we were discussing... And that suggests to me that you've gone in there with a bad impression of what it's going to be like if the person who you listen to for all your music news gives it a five. That is like you saying, oh, Pitchfork gave this thing a thing, so I'm not going to listen to it. That's literally what you're like. No. Yes, it is. No, I did genuinely go in with open ears. And like I said, I liked Welcome to the Family. The one, the only song on the thing. So you like one song That the was album. the one song that I remember listening to and thinking I quite enjoyed this. No, because we've been in the bathroom and me and Ash Drunks come on and you said this is actually a good song. I said it's a fine pop song. You said it's a good song if... and you started singing along to it. So yeah, do not lie. I'm not saying it's a bad song. I'm saying it's a fine well, pop song. I, it can't be that good if the only song you liked on the album was Welcome to the Family. I said it's fine. You're changing your opinion there now, mate. Yeah, I'm allowed to change opinions. No, because you were still jamming along. I saw your leg moving. Yeah, my leg moves all the time. No, it doesn't. You've not got ADHD. Your leg doesn't move all well, the time. Well, I'm a constant fidgeter and tapper. Oh, so you got ADHD now, have you? Well, you see what's me playing with those sweets. Oh no, you're just annoying. Okay, so I think this is a good place to go to take a break. We'll come back in and just talk about hip-hop in general, I suppose. And our introductions to it, what we listen to, and what we like to get out of the hip-hop music that we listen to. So, before the break, we were talking about some of the artists I like some of the ones I was sort of making comparisons to Watsky about. Molly's smiling because during the break we watched the scene from White Chicks where he's singing in a car. <laughs> and I miss you. <laughs> I think we'll probably have to do an episode on that. Because Seb's convinced he hates it, yeah. but I'm pretty convinced it's really I good. I watched about 20 minutes of it and I had to turn it off because I just couldn't stand that movie. Oh, it's so funny. It's got the same guys it's got in that um, that film where he's a baby. Yeah, Little Man was quite good. That was so good. So, we do listen to a fair bit of hip-hop together. What We don't, we don't listen to a fair bit of hip-hop what's together. What's the main musician we listen to together? The only hip-hop we listen together is Kanye West. 
That's literally the only hip hop we listen to. But it's the main thing we listen to. It's the only thing I listen to. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what do you think were the first hip hop artists that you became interested in? Do you think Watsky was the first one? Um, no, I was very into Eminem when I first started secondary school. Yeah. I'd walk to school and I'd have my, I think it was a, a Discman. I also had it on my iPod as well, but I'm pretty sure I had a Discman and I'd take the recovery CD into school with my headphones listen to that. It's so weird that that was like a way of listening to music was to carry a CD. It's weird, but that was the only CD I wanted to listen to, so yeah. it worked out pretty good. Yeah, I suppose. Um, and we we actually own that album on vinyl. I feel like we own it semi-ironically. Um, no, it's a still a, such a good album. I literally, when we lived at my mum's, that would be the album that I'd play whenever Seb wasn't there. Was he the only rapper you liked as a child? Or in your early teens? Yeah, I didn't really care for anything else. Did you like him as a rapper? Yeah, I liked him as a rapper. But I feel like I liked him as a rapper because my auntie liked him as a rapper. And I got a lot of my music kind of interest from my auntie. Do you think if you had exposure to any other rappers, you would have taken to them? Or do you think that it would take you time to be able to enjoy anything that was hip-hop aside from Eminem? I don't know, I feel like Eminem's quite an easy route to get into hip-hop. Particularly later career Eminem. Yeah, I feel like that Eminem album, the recovery album, had like some good... had Lil Wayne on it. Like, it had other rappers on it. That, it had Dr. Dre on it, didn't it? Probably. Or there was a or doctor. He, probably, he did a dr- he song did with a Dr. Dre. Yeah. And he did that I Need a Doctor with Dr. Dre and Skylar Grey or something. But I feel like Eminem was quite an easy route into the hip-hop world for me. And then I'd say I kind of listened to Watsky when I was a teenager, kind of on and off, like not really, only listened to his songs here and there. Did you think of him as a rapper? No, I saw him more as a spoken word artist that had the music backing it up kind of thing. That's still how I see him, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Um, and then I'd say I wasn't into any hip-hop. Did you? Until I met you. Yeah. Um, a big contentious thing at the beginning of our relationship was Run the Jewels. He played me... You must have played me that song with Danny Brown on it. No, that hadn't come out yet. Um, what was that song? There was a song... Close your eyes, probably. Run them jewels fast. Run them, run them jewels fast. Oh, and I just literally, like, turn it off straight away. But now they've grown on you. Yeah, I think they were right. I don't know, I couldn't listen to them. I could listen to certain songs, but I can't listen to whole yeah, albums. Yeah, you like cause... Legend Has It. Yeah, I feel like... Their features as well as where I don't like their Yeah, features. you don't like sort of their community, I suppose. I really don't like Danny Brown. I don't like any Milo Open Mikey, or I think it's not very good either. Like 95 radios. Not less and less over time. Ever since we saw them, yeah, I've kind of disregarded everything they've done. Everything he's done. Um, are there any other rappers that you listen to at the moment? I suppose... We listen to a lot of the big ones. Um, we listen to whatever happens oh, to be like the number one Oh, like, we listen to Naz. Yeah, Lil, Lil, Lil Naz. Naz. That was a song. That was a tune, but that's only because we like Billy Ray. Yeah, we sort of like it just as a novelty song, kind of. 
Yeah, it's and a fun I'd say, track, but like you said, it's. Would you say like Dram is hip hop? I'd say yeah, he's a rapper. Oh, I guess I like Chance the rapper. Yeah, Chance the rapper, you enjoy. But I think I enjoy these rappers more for the kind the personality. of personality. Yeah, and that's the same reason why I like Watsky. Yeah, like, is that the main re- the same reason you like Kanye West? Yeah, I like Kanye West. I don't know. I like Kanye West as a person. I feel like he's misunderstood. I feel like he knows how to play the game and he knows how to get people talking about him. But then when we first listened to Kanye, I wasn't keen on him at all. Yeah. And now I think lyrically he's probably one of the cleverest. And I think with the samples he uses, he uses the best samples yeah. out of any artist. I think we both agree that he's a musical genius. Yeah, I'd say he's, I'd say even bigger than like John Lennon. Mick Jagger, Freddie Mercury, like any of the big, big people, Michael Jackson, I'd say. I'd he's say like he's the, the Michael Jackson of hip hop. I would say he's even better than Michael Jackson, though. Like, Michael Jackson was good, but nothing touches Kanye. Yeah, he is He is brilliant. Um, as a quick tangent, um, you've listened to probably the first five albums all the way through. Um, what of Kanye's? Yeah. I haven't listened to the recent ones. No, but you've heard College Dropout, Late Registration, Graduation, 808s, and you've heard the majority of um, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. How do you how do you rank the five of them? I like the one that I got in the car. Do you prefer 808s or Graduation? What one have I got in the car? You got the tape that's got the two those two albums on it. 808s uh, is a sort of the cold, spacey sounding yeah, one. Yeah, I prefer the other one. The graduation. Yeah. Then, would do you rank 808s above College Dropout? Which one's got... What's College, college Dropout, Dropout on it? I've been working this bidet shift, and I can't wait. It's, um, it's the one that's got all the skits on. the um, And go to school, and then you blah, 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 and then... And now you like get to be the secretary's secretary. Oh, but I think I prefer 808s to that. Yeah. I find it a bit a bit tacky. The, the whole skits. album? The skits I find a bit. Yeah. I do like the one way he's, way he's going. And your dad says, go to college. <laughs> yeah. But I think I like that because of the fact that I went to uni for two weeks and then I dropped yeah. out. Um, what about late registration? Which one's that one got on it? Hey, mama. No, act a fool. I do like that one. It's got um, then I diamonds th- are forever. I'm not that keen on that no. one. No, I think I'd do graduation eight or eights. That one. What about my and beautiful then... doctor's fantasy? Oh no, we listened to that one. It was pretty yeah. good. Oh, hey. Oh, I don't like that song that much. Well, um, I need it. I, I like that one. Yeah. I think that album is sort of its magnum opus, but I can also understand that it's so grandiose that it's a, a, bit a normal re- Kanye yeah. album kind of couldn't be easier to put on. Where do you it's rank good. that? It's good. We listened to it, I think we were driving to Wales, weren't we? Um, we were driving back from... No, we were driving down to Brighton, I think. Yeah, and we listened to it, and yeah. that was one of my first times listening to it. Like, I think the thing with Kanye is... His big hits, like, Stronger and stuff like that, those are the ones that I don't like very much. You like Runaway? Which one's that one? Run away from me, baby. Oh. Run away. Do you know which one of my favourite is, though? Which one? 
My big brother my was big, big brother. brother. That is be. my favourite. I actually love that song. Yeah. I think that's such a good song. So you'll put in Graduation first. Then 808. Then 808s. Then the one that's got Hey Mama on it. Um, late, late Registration. registration. And then the other one. The, my Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy or College I'd Dropout? say My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. It is on the same level as the first one, the top one. But I couldn't listen to it every day. No, you couldn't have it on in the car the way you no. had. No. So I feel like that days. needs to be on a different spectrum to itself. Yeah. Because I don't think it's the same as the rest of them. That's fair. But that was kind of a tangent. Um... We just really like Kanye. Yeah, any excuse to talk about Kanye West. Um, But I guess, so my sort of journey into hip-hop music kind of started with indie music. Um, I came across this mixtape online where someone had mashed together the Smalls and the XX. And I think initially I was just interested in hearing the XX in a different context. But it kind of opened my eyes to the fact that I can actually quite enjoy hip-hop music I don't always enjoy sort of the instrumentals that go with them but I like the sound of people rapping and from there I kind of discovered more sort of I guess kind of similar to Watsky artists that aren't necessarily in the hip-hop circles but they are rapping say for example um Astronautilus or um the project that Aesop Rock did with uh Kimmy Dawson that is such a good one though um and then from there I think I transitioned into Sort of, I, I guess I went through my phase of sort of really listening to a lot of experimental stuff, you know, Death Grips. I um, got quite into MF Doom, and then MF Doom I think's on Kanye level. He yeah. uses good, clever, clever samples, but I feel like he's not as listenable as Kanye yeah. West. I feel like he's the thinking man's Kanye, like kind of underground Kanye. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah. So then, at this point, I'm saying sort of 2014 to 2015, I'm sort of exploring hip-hop music. And then at that point, I really started sort of getting into some of the bigger names. Sort of, um, I guess, a Tribal Quest, De La Soul, a lot of sort of the early classic stuff. I was also exploring sort of Milo and Open Mike Eagle, and Bus Driver and John Wayne, and Kendrick Lamar eventually as well. All of which I absolutely hate. Do you hate a Tribal Quest? Yeah. What about Can I Kick It? No. Can I kick it? No, you can't. Yes, you can. No. Okay. Um, so what do you think it is that you look for in rap music? Because the majority of the music that you like to listen to isn't rap music. So what makes rap music that's worth you listening to it? I think the thing with music, or music in general, I like music where it seems like someone is sincere in what they do. Yeah. Like I like the Miley Cyrus album because she feels she feels sincere. And we don't like her new EP because she no, doesn't. she doesn't feel sincere. Kesha's Rainbow, she felt sincere. Kanye West's first few albums, although he's a bit pretentious, he seems sincere in the fact that yeah, what he's saying, like he doesn't seem like he's any mean spirited in any way. No, he just genuinely is jaded by the education system. And like Eminem, like. Do you think all of Eminem's stuff sounds sincere? I don't know, that recovery album. I think a lot of it sounds, I don't know, kind of... I feel like I know Eminem as a figure, though. And I feel like he is sincere in himself. I feel like he's had a hard time of it. And I feel like he's worked hard to get where he is. Do you like much of Eminem beyond that album? 
No. I don't like I don't like any Eminem before that album, and I don't like any Eminem after that album. I only like that album. <laughs> Probably the only person in the world that thinks that the Eminem has an album worth listening to and that it is... Recovery, recovery and then nothing else is worth listening to <laughs> which literally is probably one of the fans most hated albums do you think mf doom comes across as sincere because he plays almost as caricature villain type character i think he seems sincere i think he's doing what he wants to do yeah and i think the thing with music is if someone feel if i feel like they're doing what they want to do i don't mind it's when they're doing something and i feel like you know they're not doing that because that's the music they want to make. Like this Miley Cyrus one, I felt like she wanted to make Younger Now, whereas this new music, I feel like she just wants to cause a stir. But what about a group like De La Soul? Because I've played you bits of Three Feet High and Rising, and that they're a group of 18, 19-year-olds sort of goofing around, making... A lot of the songs are quite fun, a lot of silly, and that's clearly just what they wanted to make, and that's what people get out of That's what I get out of that. It's just a group of young people that are very talented and just having a good time. Oh, I just hate that album. I think it's... But why? Because, like you said, you look for sincerity and... Because I just don't think anyone can make that music sincerely. It feels really thought out and it feels like... It feels like baby's music. How so? One, two, three. What is it? What, three is the magic number. Three is the magic don't number. Don't forget this was the early days of hip-hop. What, how old were they? Two, three years old? No, there's no reason to be singing a song calling three the magic number. Yeah, but it doesn't... It's just annoying how upbeat it is. It's actually actually annoying. What about Can I Kick It by Tribal Quest? Oh, I hate that. The one with the Lou Reed sample. You've literally named probably one of the reasons why I don't like... But it's a Naming other artists that I don't like. That's a song with them having a good time. Naming other artists that I don't like on a song that I don't like. But that's is bass not gonna line. It's like an it. iconic bass line. Boom. 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 Yeah, but just because something's iconic doesn't mean I have to like it. Okay, but... Uh, just because the Beatles are iconic doesn't mean I have to like but it. Can I Kick It is just a group of guys having a good time. Then they can kick it somewhere else. I'm not having it kicking it at my house. Alright, so... Um... They're just annoying. The summary is, I like Kevin because he seems alright. I don't like Data Soul because they seem annoying and I want to kick them in the face. What do you reckon it is what do you think the difference in the way we consume hip hop music is? Or I suppose music in general. I think for me I feel like I like music sincerely I feel like I like music for being wholesome and and well rounded like I don't like things because I've heard it's meant to be good whereas you you're so up on the music knowledge you know what people have given a rating to an album before you've even heard the album, which I think, although you say, oh, Anthony Fantana giving What's Gear 5 didn't take my thing, I think the fact that you watched the interview and you knew what he thought about it, I think that subconsciously does give you background into it. Maybe, it gives you but, ideas. But if it's an album I'm genuinely interested in listening to, I try and avoid any reviews. I try and go into it myself you know like the new title of the creator album which is my second favorite album of the year so far probably will stay that way till the end of the year 
I, I, I avoided any reviews. It, I listened to it the first day it came yeah, out. Yeah, but it's Tyler Creator. It's not going to be any different from what he's done before. Everything he's done sounds exactly the same. It hasn't. And I think you could go into his discography and you'd be surprised by just the range of it all. No, I wouldn't be surprised by anything that If you that compared an album like Cherry Bomb to something like Flower Boy, they're hugely that different. Flower, that Flower Boy is grade A trash. You like, you live in my dream state. That's from that yeah, album. Yeah, I ain't like you because you quote it. Who that boy, who him is. No, that's ridiculous. Nothing about... That's the reason I don't like Tyler Creator. Nothing about Tyler Creator seems sincere to me. He seems like... He seems like an industry ploy. I don't think Literally, so. Literally, he feels like a plant more than Singer does. More than Billie Eilish does. It is Tyler Creator, and you're saying that he isn't because you believe that. But he is, and Anthony Fantano's part of this conspiracy. He's not, because the critics weren't on board when he began ten years ago. Oh, well, I bet Anthony Fantano was. Everything that Odd Future put out was self-released. Yeah, but I bet Anthony Fantano was there, cheering all the way. He didn't come round to... With his banners, his picture of Tyler on his T-shirt. I love you, Tyler. He didn't come round to Tyler until very recently. That's bullshit, and we both know that. But regards, I think maybe I enjoy the conversation around music as much as I enjoy music itself. I like I like to talk about music. I like to think about music, whereas you just like to listen to listen music. music. Yeah, and I the thing is, I don't listen to music often. Like today, I had all day off, and we I was interested to listen to some music in the kitchen while I was cooking and we've got a radio station called Coast FM that we listen to on in the kitchen but Coast FM is is notoriously known for cutting out signal for 10 minutes and then not even not even like commenting on the fact that they've lost power for 10 minutes yeah they're a bizarre station and that's part of why we like them is just to listen to them make strange choices and I was thinking, you know, I listen to music. I actually want to be able to listen to music. So I'm not going to turn on the radio because I know Coast of will cut off, like, in the middle of doing the news. So I was like, I'll just give the new Bad Books album a listen. And I listened to a few songs the other day, just like the beginning halves. And it was probably the first time in a long time where I've actually listened to a whole album while I've been in the kitchen cooking. Yeah. You've been listening to um, Joanne a lot recently. Oh, yeah. I do like the The new Lady Gaga album, I think, is very good. Yeah. I think it's a trend that I don't think it caught on, but I was hoping it would. It's the idea of musicians sort of going back to a rootsier, sort of more authentic sound. Yeah, like Kesha sh- did it. It's a real shame Miley that I don't Cyrus think... did it, and then Lady Gaga did it. And then I thought maybe Taylor Swift was going to do it. With the new album, but the new album's absolute garbage. Maybe her not doing it was the, the standard for, for the pre- yeah the precedent for everything else. Maybe because that new music from Taylor Swift is like the worst music I've, I think I've ever heard. Almost so as was, bad as the new Ed Sheeran music. And so is the majority of um, Reputation as well. Literally all of it. Ooh, look what you that made was, me that, do. That did grow on me. That to be kind fair. of grew on me as well. It was a trash song. But that but me like, song. Oh yeah, that is awful, I can't stand it. I can't even listen to it. I hate the way that they keep sneaking it into adverts. It feels like my ears are are bleeding. (laughs) But I feel like, for me, hip-hop, I never saw it as a colour thing until you said that it is a colour thing. 
I never saw it as a mainly black industry until you said it was. Do you think about the fact now that it is? I think about the fact more now than I did when I was like properly listening to Eminem and stuff. Do you think that context needs to be brought in? I think that context does need to be brought in. I think it is relevant to it because obviously there's going to be more black hip-hop artists than white hip-hop artists. And there's always that stereotype of white hip-hop artists that they're kind of like just white boys moaning. Or that they're tryhards that wish they were black. Which is what the kind of white boy music that you listen to is. is Literally it? John Wayne. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Literally. Um, but I don't know. So, um, what were you even talking about? I don't fucking know. We've gone on the tangent of 20 minutes. <laughs> I just think... In hip-hop, we look for different things. And I think... I think F. Watsky had been a thing when you were a teenager in adolescence and stuff. I think you would have been more into him than you are yeah. now. Because I think, although you are mixed race, I feel like Watsky is kind of that awkward guy kind of using... Like, kind of bigging himself up to kind of make himself seem less insecure than he actually is. But I think... At the end of the day, he is an insecure guy. I think he's trying to create music that he wants to make. And I feel like it was the natural progression from his spoken word poetry. And I think he probably thought his music was going to be a lot bigger than it actually is. Do you get what you get out of hip-hop music from listening to Watsky? Or do you get what you get out of sincere music from listening to Watsky? I feel like it's a more sincere thing for me. Than listening to it in the context of rap music. Yeah, because it still doesn't feel like rap music. Like his first two albums, the closest comparison I could give you was probably Kanye's use of samples. But I reckon that was I reckon that was probably him trying to imitate Kanye in some way with the clever samples. Yeah, I think... Um... I guess, given that hip-hop's the, the main genre at the moment, it's it's where the cultural zeitgeist is. I look there for you know, creativity, for innovation, for, um, I guess, people with something real to say, something... And I think I couldn't divorce that from listening to Watsky, and I think Watsky exists in a completely different context from it's a lot of rap music. It's weird, though, isn't it? It's like its own special circle... It's not. It's almost not rap music. It's almost music for emo kids. Yeah. That's what I get from it. Like I feel like it's different. It's more pop punk than it is rap. Yeah, it exists a in a different, different ethos than hip hop music. Really, it's weird, isn't it? And I think perhaps that's part of why, because I was looking at it and in the context of the rap hip-hop music that I listen to as a good. lot of. Um, I don't know. I think okay. So should we sort of wrap this up? Um, yeah. So I don't dislike Watsky. His music doesn't speak to me personally. Um, and although I do think that a lot of the things in his music, I would mark down. I understand what it is that you are getting from Watsky. I think more than the music, it's the character of Watsky. But then with the music, I feel like. The quality of the music, like the production and stuff, is all of the highest quality. I don't, I don't feel that it is for me personally. I feel like the production, it sounds really clear cut. But it just doesn't sound interesting for the most part to but me. But but that doesn't 
the production do- that doesn't matter. Product being good at production means that it sounds good. I don't know. Like I think, it's good quality. I think to be to elevate yourself to you know Kanye West as a producer yeah, is that he innovated. But I'm not saying I'm not saying as a producer. Are you talking about just the way I'm it like sounds the, or the beats? The, I'm talking about the way it sounds. Okay, I'm talking like, about the beats. Yeah, no, the production quality, the quality of how it's produced. Yeah, it, the quality is, is fine. It is good. But the beats, the instrumentals, I. The instrumentals don't do anything for me. His cadence and his flow don't necessarily do anything for me. So I think there's just too much in there for me to really buy into him and engage with his music and get into it. But I think the thing with music is there's so much music around that if you don't like Watsky, you'll probably like a person who does something that Watsky does, but just in a different way. Yeah. Like, music's so broad, and there's so much to listen to that if you don't like something, you don't need to waste your time with a thing. But I feel like, as a guy, I feel like there is a charm to him. Yeah, I don't, I don't deny that I he feel like he'd a be a cool charm. guy. Like, we've seen that thing where it's his book excerpt where he yeah. goes to the colleges, and he seems like a cool guy. Yeah, I like, like that. Like, he understands that I he's not relevant. I think I like relevant. that more than any of the things you showed me today. That is a good, though. That was, like, good. But it shows... he. he I feel like that shows that he knows that he's not as relevant as he was years ago. Yeah. And I feel like that's why I feel like he is self-deprecating, because I feel like he knows he's not as relevant. So, the final word on Watsky, I would say, I'm not interested in him, I'm not going to pursue any more of his music, but I don't dislike him as a guy. I understand the appeal of his music, and I think I think we'll leave it at that. Cool. So, next episode, we'll probably be doing something on... I reckon, like, things. That's a very broad. Yeah, but I'm thinking, like, specific experiences, like, kind of experiences that I enjoy or Seb enjoys that the other person just doesn't see the appeal of. Yeah, I've spent the past week trying to think, because it's my choice, my turn to choose. I've got an idea. Um, And... I still haven't come up with anything. I still don't know what I'm going to talk about. And if by the time we go to record the next episode, I haven't recorded, I haven't come up with an idea. Well, then we won't be able to do an episode. Well, then we're going to watch Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. Okay. Okay, see you later. Bye. Au revoir.